We give you praise for it, Father, this day. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and everyone said, Amen. 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 Praise God. You may be seated, and I'm going to be changing my message this morning. I did that in the earlier service. If, if you want to get the CD of the early service, we talked about why do we preach faith, and we talked about what causes faith to fail, and then what causes faith to succeed. I believe that the Lord really gave us some really, really good utterance. But just in my spirit, I feel like we should continue on about some of the things that we had said um, concerning the offering. So I want you to open your Bibles to Matthew chapter 25, and we're going to begin in verse 14. Matthew, the 25th verse, chapter, and the 14th verse says, For the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country, who called his own servants and delivered unto them his goods. And unto one he gave five talents, to another two, to another one, to every man according to his several ability, and straightway took his journey. Basically, he gave to each in proportion to their own personal ability, to their respective abilities. He knew the one that he gave five could handle five. He knew the one that he gave two could handle two. Amen? He knew what their ability was. And so there's two things here for us to remember. Number one, our abilities and our opportunities. And secondly, what are we doing with our abilities and what are we doing with the opportunities that have been afforded to us by the Lord? And in verse 16 it says, Then he had received the five talents, went and traded with the same, and made five more. Likewise, the two gained two. But he that received one went and digged it in the earth, and his Lord's money dug a hole, and he hid it. Not after a long time, the Lord of the servants came and reckoned with them. How many of you know that this is prophetic? When God gives us abilities, when God gives us opportunities, we must give account to him. It's very prophetic. In verse 20 it says, And so he that received five talents came and brought five more. And he said, you delivered to me five. Behold, I have gained beside five talents more. In other words, he was in the double zone. Verse 21, and his Lord said unto him, well done, thou good. And what kind of servant? Faithful Faithful servant. Amen. So he was pleased with that. Verse 22, and he that received two came and said, Lord, you delivered to me two. And I have gained two beside. And so basically he said the same thing in verse 23. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. So the man that was given the two was just as faithful with the man that was given the five. Do you see that? And so God does not reward quantity, but he rewards faithfulness. And so the most important thing we need to ask ourselves on a regular basis is what are we doing with what God has given us? I'm going to just say this, without exception, all of you want to hear, well done. Anybody here want to hear, undone? I don't think so. Now, you cannot change it when you get there. But the good news, there's time here now. And so I think it's important for us to examine ourselves and then, of course, make adjustments as needed. The good news is He loves us so much. His hand is upon us. Now notice with me in verse 24. Then he which had received one came and said, Lord, I knew that they were a hard man. Reaping we have not sown and gathering we have not strawed. And I was afraid. Here's the news. Fears will come upon you to cause you to hide what God has given you. 
So he responded in fear. He didn't really have a understanding of the plan here. And so he backed down in fear. He said, you're a hard man. How many of you know the devil is a liar? Our good, good father is not a man and he's not a hard God. He's a good God. Now, here's what I've discovered. Inadequacies, not knowing who you are in Christ, feeling like you're constantly rejected will cause you to draw back in fear and not step up and step in to the things that God has blessed you with. And as Lord said in verse 26, you wicked and slothful servant. You knew that I reap where I sowed and gather where I have not strawed. Thou oughtest therefore to have put thy money to the exchangers, and then at my coming I should have received my own usury. Now here's the principle I want to share with you today. He expects a return on what he's placed on the inside of you. How many of you work in the marketplace where they have quotas and they have goals? There is an expectation for you to perform to the place where you come to that place where those goals are met. Now, one thing I know for sure, our Heavenly Father strives to bring out the best in us. And as we cooperate with Him, glory to God, and if we just don't coast through life, but we get serious about our walk with God and be faithful, oh man, there's rewards in heaven and there are rewards in earth. Verse 28, take therefore the talent from him and give unto him which has ten talents. For to every one that hath shall be given and shall have abundance. But from him that hath not shall be taken away even that which he has. We do not want that to happen. I don't want anyone to get my blessing. Now I want you to be blessed abundantly. But I want me to be double blessed super abundantly. Amen. And so as stewards over what God has given us then, we are faithful. Amen. Amen. Look with me at Proverbs 28 and verse 20. Proverbs 28 and verse 20. Great, great verse of scripture. This is our scripture. I guess you better read it first to own up to it. Proverbs 28, 20. A faithful person will experience cursing in the earth. No, a faithful person will do what? Abound with blessing or will be richly blessed. Amen. 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 Amply, magnificently. Hallelujah. A faithful man shall abound with blessings. Understand this, that him bringing the blessings into your life is his part. But our part is to be faithful, to position ourselves for the kind of abundance that He has given to us. Amen? So understand this. Going to another level in life, coming, how many of you want to come up? I mean, you want to come up where there's no debt in your life. You want to come up where those itis brothers are dead once and for good. Amen? I mean, you, you just want, every one of us want to come up. Amen? Moving on up, higher and higher. I can hear that old song by Jackie Wilson. Your love has lifted me higher. Okay, all right. I might should have Jimmy sing that with me. Well, then I've ever been lifted before. 
Some of you from the just born after 2000 are looking at me. Who is this crazy man? Come on, somebody shout yes. His love will lift you higher. So it's not about crying and pushing and moaning and groaning and demanding to go to another level of increase and blessing. It's about qualifying. And we qualify every day of our lives. We are in a race. We can be disqualified from this race. A lack of faithfulness puts us on the sidelines. Oh, but a spirit of faithfulness puts you in the front, running the race, going for the gold. Somebody say amen. Amen. Here's another truth, and I've got to preach it. I'm your pastor. I love you. But I'm not here to condemn you. I'm here to encourage you so that you can go to another level. And the statement is this. Many simply don't qualify for more because they have not been faithful what they've already been given. Now with that in mind, turn with me to Luke chapter 16 and verse 10. Luke chapter 16 and verse 10. He that is faithful in that which is least... Is faithful also in what? And he that is unjust in the least is unjust also in much. So how we handle what God has given us, no matter how much, how large, or how small, determines whether we will be giving more. If he is going to add to my life, I must be faithful. Right here, right now. Not someday. When the kids get out of school. Not Sunday when the kids don't have soccer practice on Sunday. Oh, did I say that? Not Sunday when the wind is blowing softly. Not Sunday when I can get it all together. How many of you know that on this earth and in this world, there's always going to be challenges to try to bring apart what God has brought together for you? So you do not wait for perfect conditions to be faithful. You must be faithful on a sunny day. Faithful on a rainy day. Faithful on a cloudy day. Faithful on a snowy day. Faithfulness, I believe, is one of the calls for the hour in the day which we live. Faithful to pray. Faithful to believe. It does no good for us to moan, groan, and complain about what perhaps is happening in our nation. We should not be crying and moaning and complaining. We should be on our knees praying. Praying what, Pastor? Praying, Thy will be done on... Praying the will of God be done on earth... As it is in heaven. Did you know that crying and moaning and complaining will do nothing to change your body? If you're battling sickness and disease. Moaning, groaning and complaining will do nothing to pay your bills. All it does is causes you and enables you to vent. Temporary venting never brings eternal results. That came right out of my spirit. Temporary venting may ease the pressure momentarily. But as sure as the 
pressure has been relieved temporarily, it shall return twofold. And temporary venting will never bring eternal results. So get yourself on the eternal, unchanging word of the living God. And say what I said. And call the things that be not as though they were. Be not only faithful with your tithes and with your attendance and with your service. But be faithful to be in the word. Be faithful to believe my word and to speak my word. And so shall those things that need have needed to be changed for years shall change. And quickly. For the spirit of the Lord will move mightily in you and upon you. Amen. That's what the Holy Ghost is saying. Now, he that is faithful in that which is least is also in much. And he that is unjust in least is also unjust in that which is much. Now listen very carefully. Whether you have had the opportunity with little or large, you must show your heart. He is looking for a people that will take a $5 assignment seriously. Don't wait for something big to come down the road. Be faithful today. What does faithfulness mean? Faithfulness simply means to be stable, to be steady, to be reliable, to be trustworthy, to be dependable. When we're talking about faithfulness, we're talking about the very nature and character of Almighty God. Say it with me. He is completely trustworthy, totally dependable. He's utterly reliable, and he is worth all my trust. Yes, yes, yes. Know ye therefore the Lord thy God, the faithful God, which keepeth covenant, hallelujah, and mercy to them that love him and keep his commandments to a thousand generations. When you're t- talking about the faithfulness of God, you think of scriptures like Psalm 36, 5, where it says his faithfulness reaches to the clouds. And Lamentations, he said, this I call to my memory. And therefore it gives me great hope. It's because of the Lord's mercies that I'm not consumed. Because his compassions will never fall. They are new every morning and great. And great. And great. Is thy faithfulness. Oh hallelujah. And you think of scriptures like Corinthians 1.9. Where it says God is faithful. By whom you were called. Under the fellowship of his son Jesus our Lord. In Hebrews 2.17. Which says he is our faithful and merciful high priest. Peter. He's our faithful creator. Revelation. And from Jesus Christ. Who is the faithful witness. And when he comes. There's going to be something written on him, which is faithful and true. Faithful and true. Hey, let's be true. Let's be true. True to our call. Not true to our school, true to our church. Let's be faithful. I want to talk for just a few moments because we are going to have, we're going to receive communion. And we did talk quite a bit during the offering already. But I want to 
I want us to ask ourselves this question. What is it about him that makes him faithful? What is I want to be like him, don't you? And if we can see the characteristics, just a few of them this morning, about what makes him faithful, then we can say, you know what? I can be that way. The Bible says that we are to be imitators of God as dear children. The first thing that makes him faithful is this. Number one, he is always there. He's always there. He's here right now. He's always He's always there. He said to us, I will not fail you. I will not give you up. I will not leave you without support. He said, I will not, I will not, I will not in any degree leave you helpless, forsake you. Oh, hallelujah. He said, I will not let you down. I will not relax my hold on you. Assuredly not. Say this with me with hands lifted up. God has got me. God, my Father, has a grip. He's got a grip on me. And He's upholding me in my midnight hour. He's there there. with his love and his power. power. Hallelujah. 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 He's always there. He was there with Daniel in the lion's den. He was there with the children of Israel when they marched around Jericho's walls seven times. He was there with Peter when he was in jail. He was there with Paul on his way to Rome. And he's there with you. He's no no less there with you than he was, hallelujah, with the great apostle Paul. When he, he was being stoned. He's there. He's there. He's here. And he's for us. And he's not against us. He didn't put that disease on you. He's right here, right now, to do something about it. Ooh, shalabasa. When I went through a building at age 16 years old at about 85 miles an hour in a Corvair, he was there. He was there. If he's been there with you in your darkest hours, think about how much he's with you today, even when these light afflictions come your way. I love it. Not only that, but I love him. Let's just lift our hands and tell him we love him. Lord, we love you. (laughs) Hallelujah. I can't be a faithful dad and couldn't be a faithful dad if I wasn't there for John and James. Brenda could not be a faithful mom if she was not there for her children. 
A faithful mom, a faithful dad, a faithful grandparent is one who is there. Being faithful is being there. Do you know who gets used in these days and these hours? In this day and this hour? People who show up. Folks who are there. Oh, Pastor Mark, I don't know. I just feel like I'm being used. Well, what do you want? (laughs) You've been praying, oh God, use me, use me. Oh God, use me. Okay, here's a broom. Oh Jesus, they're taking advantage of me. (laughs) You ask God to use you, he'll do it. Now, it may not be the exact way you want him to use you, but he's trying your faithfulness. And if you will be faithful right where you're at. So the question I have for you today is this. Our Father is always there, but where are you? How about you? Are you where you're supposed to be in your relationship with him? Are you there for others when others need you? Moving right along. (laughs) A second characteristic about our Father and faithfulness is this. Thank God He cannot lie. He cannot lie. You know, there's some things that He can't do. Somebody says, well, God can do anything. Praise the Lord. Well, he can't make you pay your tithes. <laughs> and he cannot lie. I'm not being a wise guy. I'm trying to help you today. A strong message. Thank you, Jesus. He cannot lie. He is faithful and true. When he gives his word, he keeps his word. God is not a man that he should lie. Neither the Son of Man that he should repent. Hath he said and shall he not do it? Or hath he spoken and shall he not make it good? Numbers 23.19 if you're taking notes. Numbers 23.19. In other words, he backs his words up with actions. He's a doer of his word. And so when we feast on the integrity of his word then we should look at our own life and ask ourselves about the integrity of our word. Are we being faithful to what we said? Are we backing our word when we give our word? Are we doing it with actions? See, your actions really speak louder than your words. Solomon said this, he said, Most men will proclaim everyone his own goodness, but a faithful man who can find. One translation says, everyone talks about how loyal and faithful he is, but just try to find someone who really is. Dads, moms, be faithful. When you tell your babies you're going to do something, do it. And if you fail to do it, apologize to them. You know, I intended to do this, but something came up and I apologize. I'm sorry, I'm not able to do it now. That will go a long way. Rather than acting all haughty and just, you know, forget it, we're not going to do it. No, be a faithful man. Amen. Amen. Everyone likes to think they are faithfulness. 
But I'm sad to say that faithfulness is not a widespread characteristic among charismatics. According to the Bible, it is extremely rare. Now, it's not for me to judge you or for you to judge me, and it's not for us to judge the body of Christ. Amen? Amen. But here's what we must do. We must make up our minds that we are going to be one of the rare ones. And the rare ones are ones who commit and do what they say they're going to do. Now, here's a phrase. I want you to get it down in your spirit. You might want to take notes just on this phrase. Listen very carefully. Stay with what you say. Stay with what you say. You know what this means, guys? No lies. Well, it's just a little, you know, it's just a little, you know, I just adjusted my taxes just a little, it's just a little, it's just a little lie. Little lies open up the door to the devil because he, he is the author of lies. Somebody said, well, if I tell the truth, I'm going to get in trouble. No, if you tell the truth, you'll be honest and integral. And even if you lose something temporarily, God sees your heart and he will add to you. Don't lie. Lying's the devil's business. Somebody say it. I'm going to stay with what I say. So we demonstrate this fruit of faithfulness that's on the inside of us by being a doer. Amen? I believe that we're going to experience some increase even from this message. Because, you know, in about five minutes or less, we're going to have communion and some glorious adjustments are going to be made. Somebody said, well, Pastor, I don't have any adjustments. Well, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. No adjustments need to be made. That means you're going to go higher and stronger. And your life is going to be a bright light of faithfulness to a younger generation. To a generation that needs us to exemplify the qualities of Christ. A generation that we need to learn from and to grow in from a technological point of view. A generation that's looking to you and to me to be the examples of Jesus. Lastly, since you didn't lie about that five minutes or less, I hope not. Oh, this will cause you to shout. The last quality we're going to talk about is his faithfulness. He is always the same. I am the Lord and I change not. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Every good gift and every perfect gift comes from above. With whom there is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Oh, hallelujah. Once he speaks light... It's forever light. He says, my covenant I will not break, nor will I ever alter the thing that has gone out of my lips. Forever, O Lord, his word is settled in heaven. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. You can count on it. You can bank on it. 
He is the same. Yesterday, He doesn't change. He is stable. He is consistent. So if we are going to be faithful, then we must be steady and consistent and the same. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The same. Tony Herrera, the same. Tony says, we're going to do a street witnessing thing. We're going to the Zucchini Festival. Year after year and decade after decade, Tony and Rachel have been faithful to be there. Pastor Tom, are you kidding me? This is one of the most faithful men of God I have ever known. When he says, we're going to strike up the band at 8.15 in the morning to practice for the 9 a.m. service, he is there. And our beloved PN, Pastor Nancy, over pastoral care, for 35 years, has been at her post and has been faithful. If she tells you something, put it in the bank, baby. And many, many, many people over the years and over the decades, many people like you who really make Heart of the Bay Christian Center what it is today. You say you're going to do it, you do it. Faithfulness is a call of God upon our church this morning. Who will answer the call? Who will say, yes, Lord, count me in? Can I see a show of hands? Who will say, yeah, Lord, count me in? I'll be there. I'll not change my mind. I'll not talk bad. I'll not badmouth the pastors. I'll not talk down on the vision. I'm not saying anybody does that. But I'm in and I'm all in. Brenda and I have made the decision year after year here at Heart of the Bay. We have made the decision we are all in. Because we eat and we breathe and we sleep vision. We will do our very best before this trumpet sounds to reach the lost, to heal the hurting, and to mature the believer. And it's only by God's grace that we can enter in to the things that He's got for us. Well, did you get anything out of this today? Amen, amen. Ushers, come on, let's serve communion. Honey, do you have anything that you can add to that while they're doing communion? You're good? All right. Let's make some declarations today as they're coming to do that. Say this with me. Faithful Faithful is my God. God. I choose choose to be faithful. To be be stable. To be be consistent. And to be a steady man or woman of God. I thank you, Lord, for the gifts, the abilities, and the opportunities that you have placed in my hands. 
Oh, I highly value what you've given me. I'll not put it in the earth, but I will hold it up, fully expecting you to bring the double in my life. I shall be faithful in that which is least. For promotion time is coming my way. A greater anointing's coming upon me. That's what I believe. And that's what I say. The very presence of the Lord shall attend my way. Help me, Lord, to be a great example to those that are around me. An example of your love and an example of your faithfulness. You can pass out the elements, guys. Thank you, Lord. Oh, we worship you. While they're passing it out, just examine your own heart. And if there, if there is an area you just need to make an adjustment in, you've gotten off course a little bit, that's not my business. That's between you and God. Amen? And just between the Lord, you say, yes, Lord, okay, I, I, I'll do that. For some of you, he's been telling you to do something for quite a while now and you keep putting it off. You've been procrastinating. Just make that adjustment. Say, yeah, okay, Lord, forgive me. I'll do that. It's just a minor adjustment. Just a minor thing.